This is Gray Man Media Content. Take three. Five. Four. Ten. Four. <laughs> two. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. I'm Devin, and this is John's show. For some reason, I'm doing the intro. John, how the hell are you? Devin, I'm distracted. There's these kids staring at us through the window, and they have black, fully black eyes. Uh, like, I, I don't know what to do. It's creeping me out. I feel no. so terrified. Oh, my God. The lights are turning off and on. Devin, what is happening? Untie me, John. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm leaving you behind. Fuck you. Goodbye. Wait a second. I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. FBI, open up! One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard-looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Got it in there. Okay. Right. Ah, they're scared the hell out of me. My nose all good bleeding. Uh huh. We're gonna have to talk about these guys. Maybe they'll go away. Wait, what's our topic? The black eyed kids. <laughs> right. Not the band, black eyed peas, <laughs> but the black eyed kids. <laughs> <laughs> We can call him Bex for short. Jump off that sofa. <laughs> so, Devin, today uh-huh. we're going to be talking about these creepy little black-eyed kids sitting out here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Should we let them in? They look old. Fuck no! <laughs> no! They can freeze to death out there in the middle of summer. I don't give a shit! <laughs> it's like 70 degrees. They'll be fine! They look sweaty. They look dead. <laughs> Are they even of this earth? I don't know. John, t- tell me more about these Becks. So, <clears throat> I actually Is know a right? lot about these creepy little fuckers. Um, <laughs> I love that you love that. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because it <gasps> saves us from the dumpster fire that is the song. <laughs> Don't listen to the song at the end. <laughs> Did you just tell people to turn the podcast off? <laughs> tell me about the fucking backs, bro. Not the band. <laughs> also, not the band back. <laughs> or Beckham. <laughs> We're not bending it. Oh, <clears throat> All right, so <laughs> fuck, we're good at this. <laughs> Season two, baby. <laughs> All right, black. The, so the Becks, the black-eyed children, the black-eyed kids, are an American contemporary <laughs> legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children's between the ages of six and sixteen. Mm. They have pale skin with black, fully black, dark. Eyes. Is it like just the iris or is it like... No, the whole fucking oh, eye. fuck that. Filled inky black. Gross. Um, who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or most commonly encountered at, encountered at doorsteps of residential homes. Mm-mm. Knocking. Oh, I'm not a fan. 
I'm sorry. I was looking for the library. Can I have an apple with ketchup? <laughs> the American contemporary, like, spooky thing, and you just went British with it? <laughs> I was not British at all in that accent. What do you mean? <laughs> was it the ketchup? <laughs> no, listen. So the weird. So this is what's really weird about him, okay? So a lot of the reported sightings, and we'll get in deeper to this, but a lot of the reported sightings, these kids... They say things out of order. Like, they're like, hey, I'm cold. Can I come in and read a book? Like, things that don't make sense. They just, they're not on the same conscious level that we are as far as, like, what makes sense. And it, the request to get in get more violent as you deny them. But also, the weirdest thing is you tend to have, like, a hypnotic effect where you can't really stop moving or you, you you just get trapped into this like hypnotic uh vibe that they're putting out and when they get pissed off bad things happen you don't want to piss the kids off don't piss the kids off i mean i got some stories in here but bro <laughs> shit gets really really real stay tuned later in the episode please so let's talk about the history of these kids right yeah now while tabloid it. let's take, take a, a bite, bite. <laughs> While tabloid coverage of these creatures has claimed that the tales of the black-eyed children have existed since the 1980s, most sources actually indicate that the legend of the, uh, orig originated in 1996 postings uh, written by a Texas reporter. Uh, but even secondarily to that, there's been reports that the black-eyed kids all across the world as early as 1940s. The 40s. The 40s. World War Two. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, there was a, there's there's a lot going on with that. Now a lot of these kids, uh, their accents can be really weird. I mean, I, it, it it it's nobody knows if these are aliens, or if they're ghosts, or if they're just some cryptid. It's not determined because they have they the this is why I wanted to cover this because they have this era of aroma around them that <laughs> they smell. Yes, they do. Like rotten eggs. Like sulfur. You sure these reports are just people having a sulfur leak and like they're hallucinating like as they die? I'm very sure. Mm. Because some of these happened in public places, like parking lots. Not a fan. Yep. <laughs> Hate that. This, it gets fucked. We're getting into it. So, I just wanted to preface it that it was early as the 1940s is some stories that I was able to dig up. So, that... The 1996 <laughs> postings are the most recent and most detailed. I see here in my own notes. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do what I do. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so anyway, ghost-related mailing list is the title of what this uh, Texas reporter written wrote this article about. Uh, relating to alleged encounters with the black-eyed kids, or Becks. <laughs> We should probably start saying Bex, because if we start slurring our words, that's going to get really fucked really quick. I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <coughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> that was funnier than it should have been. So, Bethel describes encountering two such children himself <coughs> in Albany, Texas, which actually highly, very popular area for these encounters. Seems to be in this small town of Texas. Mm. 
a lot of encounters have happened here. Uh, what town? I'm sorry. Uh, A-B-I-L-E-N-E. Albanine. Albanine. I wonder where that is. Texas. It's a big fucking state, John. But I just told you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Google it later after this episode because we're listening to it now. Everybody. (laughs) In 1996. Um claims that a second person had a similar unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon, similar to the uh, what this reporter has experienced. Now, Bethel's stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepypastas and gained such popularity that he published an FAQ <clears throat> uh, just to keep up with the demand for more information about this urban legend. And in 2012, Brian Bethel told his actual story on a reality TV series called Monsters and Mysteries in America. He wrote a follow-up article for the Albanian Reporter News, uh, describing his experience and maintaining the belief that this was an actual experience and it was highly legitimate. Do you it think, was not fabricated. Do you think he lost his job over this article? Um, I didn't find much more information on him after that. Like yeah. it, everything fell off, like during that whole 96 through 2012 phase. Yeah. I, I, I believe he might have, I mean, cause if, if, cause it's a reputable newspaper, right? Yes. That he was, yeah. I, I bet he lost his job over that. Oh yeah. I'm I mean, actually, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they don't really take kindly to, uh, I'm surprised the editor even allowed that to get in, to be honest. You know what? He probably slipped it under radar somehow. <laughs> Because that, I mean, Texas, very staunch newspapers, like, don't really like the paranormal topics well, in, yeah. their, in their printings. I would imagine, I would imagine just in general, like, you, you usually can't get that in. Yeah. It's a, it's a reputable. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to I get in that major news. If media. it was, like, tabloids or something, that'd be different. But, but again, uh, this was 1996. So, like, 96? 96. Oh, shit. This is recent. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought you said in the 60s earlier. Well, I said the the stories of the Becks have related back as far as the 40s in multiple different countries. Yes, I remember that. Okay. Yes. But this specific reporter is talking in 96. In yes. So in 2012, there so was... I would have been I would have been two years old, which means, John, you would have been how old? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have been about a Beck's age. <laughs> wait, wait, keep going, keep. Oh, really? Okay. You you googling it? All right. Uh, so in 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids was produced with a Kickstarter funding. Its director commenting that the creepy children were and quote an urban legend that has been floating around on the internet for years now, and I always thought it was very fascinating. Now, in 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange that featured reports of the Black Eyed Children is thought to have helped spread the legend across the internet. Sure. Um, the story of the Black Eyed Kids has taken a huge toll and blown up because of the internet, especially, you know, late 2000s. Okay. <clears throat> and which makes sense, you know, things travel faster, word travels faster. Word travels faster when it comes to the internet. Of course. Um, but this, as old as the story, can kind of go back to and in the 1940s. I, I actually think it could just be a recent cryptid or even alien encounter. There's just really no way to tell. 
But especially, it's very like, demonic in nature, though. If if there's anything we've learned, uh, and um, you know, this is kind of foreshadowing. I'm sure we'll cover it eventually. But <clears> like <throat> in the case of like Cicada one one three, or or whatever what number, yeah. you know, uh, the internet loves a good mystery. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The internet, <clears throat> the internet loves to to spread you know rumors and and mysteries to try to solve problems. People on the internet love that shit. And I actually really hope that you cover the Cicada 113 because I've tried to research it multiple times and I just can't retain. I don't even think it's 113. I can't remember. It's It's been a while. Since I can't retain a lot of that that I mean, cognitive no. tracking. There's a lot of mathematics that go into evolving, into evolving and devolving that whole thing that happened on the internet. I think you'd be much more apt to do so because you're better with working websites than I am. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm very basic. I'm like first five pages of Google. Like, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't have their attention span. You know, you, you see me work. You see me work. I literally pull up four videos and listen to them all at the same time, and that's how I get my notes. Like, it's stupid. It's a miracle stupid. you get anything done. It, it's stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid, but somehow it works for me. And that's just where I'm at. You know, I'm listening to music, I'm playing a video game, and I'm researching all at the same time while anyway, I'm watching a documentary. All right, let's get back to the to the topic of... Mm-hmm. The Black Eyed Kids. Boom, boom, pow. <laughs> Damn, we should have done that one. No. Black Eyed Kids. Boom, boom. Anyway, <clears throat> during the week... All right, here's, here's, here's the story. During one week in September of 2014... This is very recent... During one week in September 2014, the British, yeah, very recently, actually, (laughs) the the British tabloid Daily Star ran a three sensational, holy shit, (laughs) tongue tied a little bit, sensationalistic, cut, 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 cut. during one week in September 2014, the British tabloid ran, uh, named Daily Star ran a three sensationalistic, oh my God, say it again, sensationalistic. Sensational. This is listic. difficult. Definitely. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Move your mic. Never mind. It's fine. That came out of nowhere. Don't you start. FBI. <laughs> Again. Or maybe it's been a while. Maybe something else. We haven't had FBI. It's ghosts. Or something sensationalized. <laughs> It's the grammar Nazis. <laughs> We're going to be doing one thing and one thing else. <laughs> Killing Nazis. <laughs> every, every man in this battalion owes me 30 Nazi scalps. <laughs> yes! I fucking love it. Oh, my God. That Tar- has, that's all staying in now. Tarantino is so great. <laughs> that is all staying in now. All right. <clears throat> take four. Sensationalistic front. No. <laughs> Do the Shut take. up. I said it right. <laughs> Cut. Page story. What? <laughs> I'm cutting. Shut up. Sensen. <laughs> you you in your head are editing the episode. Yes. <laughs> as I go, Devin, you have to keep up. In my head is editing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Devin, you got to keep up with my brain. All right. You gotta read my brain, and you gotta keep up. As his glasses are falling off his forehead, looking crazier than I do. <laughs> Fuck. It's amazing. I just how- realized I recorded that entire uh-huh. thing without the gray man hat, even though I asked Jessica to pass it to me. 
Fuck. Were you wearing yours front uh, face? Yes, I was. Was it front face? Yes. Okay, because a lot of times you wear it backwards. I know, but I wore it front face for the camera. Cool. <clears throat> I don't have any gray man merch on. We got to get some shirts done. We got to get some shirts ordered. So stories about the alleged sightings of black-eyed children connected to the sale of a supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire in the UK. Whoa. Now, the paper claimed, and quote, a shock rise in sightings around the world. Alleged sightings are taken seriously by ghost hunters, some of whom believe the black-eyed children to be extraterrestri- extraterrestrials. I got a feeling. Vampires. Or even demons and ghosts. <laughs> I figured out my whole stick for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling that science writer Sharon A. Hill was, <laughs> was unable to find any documentation of the black-eyed and children encounters or the Becks. <clears throat> Concluding that the tales are passed on as friend of a friend ghost stories. And that's air quoted. Now, Hill considers the legend to be or to resemble uh, a typical spooky folklore story. But such as Supernatural, there may never have been a actual origin and original encounter. Original encounter. Uh. Now, Snopes, another science writer, lists that the phenomenon is being a real legend. So there's a lot of conflicting reports and people's experiences. Basically, the only people who can really tell you that this is actually a thing are the people who survived the encounters, which is a very, very small percent, like 3% of population that have encountered the Becks actually survived the encounter. My son had a girl. What? Nothing. Your son had a girl? My son eyed girl. Cut all that? No. Don't you dare cut my stick. I that was that a goat? Because I mean <laughs> A goat? No, it wasn't a goat. It was a song it was a song reference. Every time you say Beck, I'm gonna reference the band Beck. And every time you say black eyed kids, I'm gonna reference the black eyed peas. That's just what's going to happen. That's this episode. Congratulations. This is what you've done to us. At least it's content. Leave my joke in, fucker. <laughs> We'll see if it flows. You want to do the joke again? Phenomenon, phenomenon as being... Do you want to say phenomenon again? Snopes lists this phenomenon. Uh, uh, phenomenon. <laughs> That's not... As being a legend. It's phenomenon. <laughs> you get it? But my phenomenon. It's also cake. It doesn't have anything to do Shut with... Shut up! Back or black eyes. It's funny. God damn. Now, reports of the black-eyed kids or backs. Don't funk with my heart. Uh, my son-eyed girl. There, got both. Mm-hmm. Are frightening at face value, but have characteristics that peg them as textbook urban legends. Now, there does not seem to be any documentation of such events, but they are passed on as a friend of a friend stories, as we discussed earlier. Um, with, <laughs> which is, Stories that are irrational, supernatural elements included upon them. Now, the Wikipedia page for the Black Eyed Kids is being considered for deletion because it is not yet hey, sourced. That's going to fucking kill me. This, that, beat the make go, mama. I hope you have enough. 
get on the floor and move your booty. <laughs> You're going to use them all before I say back 44 more times? Cool. Na, 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 na. Was that back? Yeah, it was. Fuck, I didn't know That's that. That's E-Pro. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that in. Yes, it's easy to find dozens of these tales online. Now, Devin, what I want you to do something for me, mm-hmm. since you're already on the internet. Uh, I'm not looking up more Beck and Black Eyed Peas songs. You nope. are. <laughs> what I want you to do is search up a picture of a Black Eyed Kid. No, I don't want do to. I don't want to. You have to. I. You don't know how creepy it is to me. I want you to look at it for 30 seconds. Nope. I'll look at it. 10 bro. seconds. I'll know if you did or not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, I hate it. I hate it. Now, I hate them. <laughs> now imagine them knocking on your door late at night. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's and This is the question that's been burning me, right? Mm-hmm. So that you have to invite them in, right? <clears throat> yep. What's stopping you? FBI, please chill. Um, what's the, What the fuck is stopping you from just slamming the door in their face? And we're going to talk about that more, but let's go ahead and preface it now. What's stopping you is that... You don't see their eyes until very much later. So they usually talk to you with hoods on their heads. I don't give a fuck. I will kick a kid in the chest. Okay, Devin, you want to redact that? <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's coming up to me. In the I, here, let me set the scene for what I what oh, I imagine okay. is happening let's, in these scenarios. Listen, listen picture so Devin's a, needing to help people. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a gray and gloomy day. Light drizzle. A gray man day? It's a, <laughs> it's a light and gray day <laughs> with a little drizzle, you know, going on. And it's probably um, old-timey, maybe sepia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you see things in sepia? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is what I imagined. The, no. The, and there's, like, living you know, color, like, old, like, old, <laughs> Devin, not the TV show. Now. Uh, <laughs> Modern times now for you. Some kids it's knock still, on your door. It's still gray. It's raining. The kid Can is you probably monotone at best. It's probably inkwell. <laughs> you know, other Instagram filters. And this kid is coming up to me, and it's got a hood on. It won't look at me in the face, and it's not making any sense, <clears throat> which is canon for the cryptid alien mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. fucking ghost thing. Mm-hmm. And demonic, and that's what I said, and and it, it, it's not making any fucking sense, and it's talking to me, and no, I'm going to kick it right in the chest, I'm going to cave its lung, I'm going to cave its lung fucking Okay, area. Devin, what but is here's that the called? thing. What is that called? The rib cage. I'm going to cave it in. Now, let me explain to you why that won't happen. Okay. All experiences with the Becks have a different... Uh, uh, <laughs> Choking on uh, termite, choking on a splinter. Got it. Was that another song? It's it's a line in Loser. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck. Go on. I need to go find some Beck albums. <laughs> Did this be, no, no, we can't do this the whole episode. Yes, ever. we are. Uh, all right, and so. that was actually a really good joke because I had to stumble on it. No, I'm leaving it, it in. But I stumbled on it. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Um, so a lot of experiences. No, you're trying to take my joke out, fucker. <laughs> I'll do it again, No, it's it. there. I'm editing in my head. Shut up. You're fucking with me. I know it. I'm not trying to. Yes. No, you I just are. Want my you do it naturally. I, maybe I do it subconsciously. 
At this point, probably. Yeah. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. To your theory, the reason that wouldn't work is because a lot of experiences with the Becks. Uh, black tampering. You better leave that fucking termite joke in, bitch. I am! <laughs> Involves a fear, a paralyzing fear, where you feel like almost sedated. You did mention earlier, like a hypnotic kind of effect, okay. Yes. Yeah. Until they raise their heads and look at you with their coal black eyes. And that's when you kick them in the fucking chest cavity. But still, that holds more power over you. And then that's normally when things start to get really weird. A lot of accounts say you get extreme nosebleeds. You get paralyzed. Your muscles go weak. You feel like you can't move. You feel stuck in this conversation. And that's where the conversation starts to take a whole left field turn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know that I fucked that up. So, more specifically, like, they will ask for, like, an apple. So, more specifically, they will ask for, like, an apple with ketchup. Because that's human. <laughs> I'm sure there's some weird kids out there that... There are kids that put ketchup on everything, you know. On an apple? I mean, yeah, it sounds crazy to me, but hey, I'm not gonna. No. Uh. <laughs> or like I said before, it's cold out here. Can we come in and read? Yeah, that's that one's weird. Mm-hmm. Or another one I've, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head right now. Um, invite us in, or else. Okay. Your mom said hello. She said to let us in. Can we have an onion? It's hot out here. Oh, creepy. I will throw shit at you. You have. Anyway, so here we go. Now that you've looked at the picture. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, It was upsetting at best. There was another podcast that has covered this, and I'm going to shout them out real quick because I got a little info from them. Um, Skeptoid. Oh, I thought it was going to be the last podcast Episode 410. Jesus. 410 episodes. Good for them. I'm very... Dude, good go- Good job, guys. For real. Again, shout out to them. Oh, good good yeah. for real. Good I th- job. I, I think LPF is honestly on their way to like 1,000 right now. Good for them, dude. They've been doing it for a while. Long time. We're, we're at, <coughs> we only hope to be as entertaining. Gray, Gray Man is uh is coming up on a year now. Yeah. So fifty two at most. For Gray Man, but I mean my episodes are Yeah, like you're like uh twenty? We should well, find out what episode this well, is. Well now that we're on season two, things are coming out weekly. We're recording this still in season one. <laughs> Don't ask questions about our timeline. We will give you an episode yeah, update listen, at some point. It, following the trying to file follow the the canon timeline for Wolf Takes a Bite. My is, TARDIS uh, is broken. I cannot. It's gone. Yeah, my TARDIS is broken. I can't travel through time I lost time my anymore. portal gun. So, yeah, I mean. so we're, we're completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hot. Air high five. <laughs> this is great. Anyway, so let's get to episode number 410 from April 15, 2014. Dug into the back. Ground. From 2014, they were in four. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, right? Good for them. Oh, they're fucking phenomenal. They're it's a really good show, by the way. I, I suggest listening to them as well, but also listen to all my content first. 
Anyway, so uh, they dug into the background of these tales and also found poor documentation, just like I did, even now in 2021. There's your timeline. The body of the evidence for such Beck reports. Yeah, you Uh, didn't have one ready. No, I do. Uh, (laughs) I knew I'd get you. Shut the fuck up. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sit down. Uh, Summer, get your shit together. (laughs) Get all in a bag and Uh, get your shit together, Summer. Rental car. (laughs) What? It's a song. Enterprise. From Guero. Guero, What? That's not Beck. Yeah. I'm, I've literally got the disc, discography right here. I hate you. <laughs> Take two on that one. All right. Yeah. So the yeah, body give me, of. Give me a second chance to hit that joke. Yeah. I'll, I'll be that nice. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently this is now a thing. Yeah, it is. The body of evidence for such Beck reports. Rental car. The body of evidence for such Beck reports mainly consists of internet posts without any accompanying police reports or documentation to back them up. Rental car. Wait, but good. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Skeptoid and Snopes.com. Yes, that is S-N-O-P-E-S.com. Not Snoke. No Snooky. That was in the vampire That's episode. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> that was the vampire episode. Snooky. Yes, Snooky. Traced the origin of the back stories to 1997 and 1998. When a writer named Brian Bethel, which we talked about earlier, posted his story on various magic with a K and occult and ghost related sites. Whoa. Therefore, basically ending his career in. Uh, <laughs> Any news organization whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're see- we're starting to see a theme here. <clears throat> yeah. Now, but here's the weird part. What appears to be the primary case of Beck's described two boys missing, who seek help by knocking on the car window <laughs> of an not- unsuspecting <laughs> person. You better not cut a single one of these motherfuckers. And asking to be let in for a ride. Now, they can't come in until it's said it's okay. So they plead with the driver. The same theme occurs when they knock on doors. And they even ask using the telephone. But must be explicitly invited into the home. Now, the witnesses will suddenly, yet strangely not immediately, though, notice that the, all the black eyes, which is said to indicate the soullessness or evil or demonic nature of these creatures. The witness relate a detailed story regarding the exchange with these entities that typically ends with the witnesses managing to thwart the persistentness of the children, at which time they suddenly disappear in front of their eyes. Whoa. Now that's where it gets really fucking weird. It's like if you eventually can break this psychotic hold that they've got on you and you see the black eyes and you snap back into reality and you slam the door in a fucking kid's face, they just poof disappear. But the person does or the kid does? The kids do. Whoa. Now, it has been reported too that once they disappear from the door, 
there's been many cases in some residential homes that they are found staring through the window for extended periods of time. I don't like it. With their dark black eyes and keep repeating the phrase, our parents are coming. Oh, fucking hate that. Fucking hate that. You did it now. Our parents are coming. At which point, if you ignore them long enough, if you're lucky, an old car from 1960s will roll up outside with two men wearing black suits, also known as the men in black. And yes, these individuals do have a separate storyline connected to them. Will Smith. The men in black <laughs> have been known to show up at many extraterrestrial encounters and also give the same feeling of dread and fear that these children do when they appear at your doorstep. <clears throat> we'll get more into that. Now, there are several possible alternative explanations to the stories other than paranormal. Now, the core problem is that the stories are not confirmed and there is little reason to accept them as fact. Now, we cannot tell if the tales have been have any merit and or that there is little in terms of facts. But to pursue these anecdotes, they are at least, at the very least, they are the worst type of evidence to rely upon due to the uh, faultity of perception and mistakes that people have just from a person-to-person told story. Now, people just making stuff up for fun or whatever have you. But there is definitely a few cases that have been viewed and witnessed by multiple people, and the story and the accounts match up. So now it kind of changes the dynamic of where it's not just some person at their home saying that this happened to them, but it is multiple people seeing that they witnessed this happen. Yeah, that's, that's, that definitely adds some validity to, uh, to the thing, but still, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like garbage to me. Yeah. Now such tales have, uh, can become associated with a place. And, and in this case, uh, it's called Canuck chase. Locals or visitors to the area are primed with the lore, and they have heard from others uh, about the place before they even visited. Now, this can result in exaggerated or embellished reports of events, as some who want to have experience or create or get creative with their observations. The classic example of such a place is like Loch Ness, where everyone wants to catch a glimpse of the monster. Every wave or ripple is Nessie, but that's not always the case. Now, one non-paranormal explanation offered to the Bex is it truck driving neighbors downstairs. I was wondering if you were going to get that one in. <clears throat> is an encounter with the kids under the influence of drugs. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Now, this could account for uh, the dilated pupils and strange behavior, but the evidence for this is weak and slightly supported. What? So, I mean, the saying that basically saying that the kids being under the influence of drugs is a very weak explanation for their type, uh, pupils being dilated, but all the experiences with Bex show that their entire, Beer not can. only irises, but their entire eyes are fully black. 
Now, we must always leave open to consideration that hoaxes are taking place, and we've known of such hoaxes to occur, and we can't dismiss the calculated hoax. Now, no matter how complicated it may seem, there are full eye contact lenses that create the look of black eyes. Absolutely. But, to counter that point, in the early 80s and 90s, when these encounters were happening or just starting, kids couldn't afford those things. It was four or five hundred dollars well, a piece. You could even you could even go back a little bit farther further and say like those they, probably didn't really exist, at least not prominently in the forties when they first started coming about. In the UK, yes. So that's yeah, that's very, very true. So that kind of almost to me nullifies most of the account theories, at least to the point of early two thousands when those became more readily available and affordable. Um, now we have to weigh the odds of someone playing a fun prank or possibly getting exposure for the town by creating a possible paranormal encounter with the supernatural, um, vampire, alien, angels, demons, whatever the latest, whatever the latest idea is about the black eyed kids, uh, pump it louder, louder. Good call. But in the end, the black-eyed kids resemble Turn typical... Turn up your radio, fast sp- stereo, right. Resembles typical spooky folklore, <laughs> stories in the same realm as phantom black dogs, apparitions, and mystery monsters that aren't supernatural. And there may never even have been an actual encounter to begin with. Now, that does not stop people from continuing to see and fear them and pass on the latest tale of terror, thanks to the internet. Now, how are you feeling about this so far, Devin? Uh, I think it's a load of poppycock. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, good thing we're going into the real or mythical stories and actual encounters that have been told. Of? The black-eyed kids. Hey, Um, I'm Wait, giving I that one. Did. Hey, mama. Yeah, I've given that one to you. You better come up with something good. Elephant. <laughs> good enough. Monkey business. I'm leaving one or two. I don't know which one's real. <laughs> both, both are real. <laughs> that was you, not me, motherfucker. Fair enough. Now, here's a story from 1996. It happened on a warm night in 1996. Bethel needed to pay his internet bill. This was his account. The one we talked about, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy the that, that worked for the newspaper. Almost certainly lost his job over Absolutely <laughs> lost his job over this. So he needed to pay his internet bill. So he was writing a check in his car. And there he says, in quote, there was a knock on my driver's side window. Nope. Bethel, Bethel says, two young boys, somewhere nope. between the ages of nine and 12 years old. Kick that shit in reverse, dog. And dressed in hooded pullovers. Run them over. Stood outside of my window. I cracked my window a bit. (laughs) No. Anticipating a spiel for money. But I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-wrecking fear as soon as my window was cracked and I was exposed to their aura. This man lives in Texas and didn't have a a firearm on him. Why didn't he blast him? I had no idea why, he says. That's hilarious. Now, one of the boys asked Bethel for a ride. 
They wanted to see a movie, they said, but Mm -mm. had left their money at their mother's house. Mm -mm. While Bethel mulled it over, the boy tried to reassure him by saying, It wouldn't take long. There were just two little kids, and they don't have a gun or anything. (laughs) That's how they phrased it. They used the third person. That's fucking weird. That's weird. Now? The reporter looked away for a moment, and when Bethel's gaze returned to the children, his mind (laughs) exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror, as he puts it. Both boys stared at him with coal black eyes, the sort of eyes one sees these days in aliens or bargain basement vampires on a late-night television soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless nights. I mean, he fancies himself a writer, so I guess he really tried to do that. But, Devin, you saw the pictures that I told you to look up Mm -hmm. that were recreations of these encounters. And even in a picture that we know is fake of a child with soulless black solid eyes, Mm -hmm. it's very difficult to look at. Yeah, I didn't like looking at it. Nope. I immediately felt like my mind was about to be taken over and demons were going to come into this home. Didn't think that, but uh, didn't like looking at it. Why did my lights go dim again? Why do they do that? The lights are going out. No. The lights are going out. Let them in. Let them in. Where's the end them? Oh, shit. We're going yellow. We're yellow and red. Okay. okay right. Yeah, I like the blue and red better. Why does it get... It gets so dark in here. When I talk about creepy shit. I don't know, man. It just gets dark in here when we start talking about Sweet creepy water, shit. Please give me my shit. Sweet water. Not affiliated with Liquid Death Mountain Water. Liquid Death Mountain Water. Oh, you're pulling this out? I want to put something on your computer. Okay. I don't know how. Are you going to add a sticker? Yeah. Okay. Very happy with that. I love it. Yep. It's a good looking awesome. Sticker. I got a, I finally got a Greyman Media sticker on my uh, computer. Now hope to cover my car with them if we have enough available. It's uh, one of three stickers. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, it was, uh, it came, actually, feel it. It's, um, it came, there was three extra that came with the trophies. What? Yeah. So both boys stared at me with coal black eyes, the sort of eyes that one sees these days on aliens, bargain basement vampires, or on late night television. They were soulless orbs, like two great swaths of starless nights. Now, as Whoa. Bethel reactively rolled up his window, one of the boys banged on the glass, saying, we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in! The journalist then drove away. As he should have done in the first place. Now, there's a second half to that story that I was able to dig up, and it was very difficult to find. This was from the perspective of somebody who was in a similar conference with Bethel at that night. So Bethel comes uh, actually driving up to another vehicle, somebody he recognized from a, uh, a news conference that they were having. Now, 
he goes up to this individual and says, there's these kids circling my car. So he leaves his car. He gets in the car with his friend uh, that he met at the conference. Now, the kids keep circling his car, he says. He's like, they keep circling my car. They keep circling my car. They're asking to get in. They're asking to get in. They're asking for me. They're chasing me. We need to go. Well, this guy, amazing guy, just fucking says, all right, let's go. So they, they take off, and they see the kids circling the car. They're just walking around it. They're acting all strange. And then... I don't know what's happening with this. That's supposed to be the most reliable one. <clears throat> it was doing that in our other episode, too. I, it's it's all going to get fixed. I just need Sweetwater to get their shit together. Anyway, so they kept circling the car, circling the car. Um, <clears throat> the guy told him the story. The other guy was super freaked out as well. Um, and Bethel and this other gentleman just kept driving. Now, eventually, they said, well, it's, it's got to be long enough. The kids must have left the car alone by now. So they drive past, back past the car in the parking lot, and they see that the kids are gone. So Bethel says, okay, well, I'm going to get in. I'm going to go and drive home. The other guy, just for safety's sake, decides to follow Bethel home. Bethel goes through a green light and then a Mack truck slams into his car. Oh my god. And kills him on impact. And then the other gentleman sees the black-eyed kid standing on the corner of the intersection. And they disappear into the dark. And this gentleman is the one who's carried on Bethel's story. This is the story I heard. Now there's another story in here. Now you don't want this girl. The the most this is the weird thing about the Becks. Mostly they're boys between the ages of six and twelve. Sometimes they're female. Very rarely though. And you don't want these this girl to show up on your doorstep. Because <laughs> apparently. She is more dangerous than the boys. As most women are. That's very true. Now, Bethel isn't the only person with this creepy tale involving the black-eyed children. The internet is full of similar stories. So says this one from Reddit. Now, Reddit user Sarah Beth 11 says she was sitting alone in her family room when there was a light knock at the front door. Two young children were outside. A girl who looked to be about 11 years old and a boy who's roughly nine years old. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am. So the girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mom? As she spoke, Something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was very wrong, says Sarah. After a short exchange, the girl moved towards the door, closer. She stepped into the light, coming from inside the house. Oh, no. And I got my first real good look at her. Solid jet black eyes that's all I could see 
That motherly instinct to care for a lost child was completely gone and replaced by terror. I don't think I've ever felt anything like it in my life, Sarah says. I could feel every hair on my arms, neck, and back standing to attention. I closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out. The little girl stopped and pleaded again, more aggravated this time. Please, ma'am. We're really scared and alone out here. We have to come inside. Please help us. I'm reading how it's written. <laughs> Your notes. I mean, capitals, you know. Then, like on cue, both the kids began to whimper and cry. Obviously, they began to settle down, and that's all we have left from Sarah. Because <laughs> there was a photo included, and I was reading the description, but it's not important here. Um, another Reddit user, aptly named No Sleep 2012, gross, also claims to have encountered the black-eyed children on her doorstep. Okay, Devin, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. I didn't say Beck. You said black-eyed children. So that's your black-eyed peas cue? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, nightmare hippie girl. Try to get around it. God! <laughs> All right, here's the story. <laughs> she had a voice that was mature, confident, and strong, yet accentless. She held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. And then at that moment, I stood frozen in fear, unknowingly why. And slowly and silently, I backed away from the door, loosing my dog still cowering at my ankles. She became commanding and almost hostile. Her, her energy felt like she was growing in size larger than life. Whoa. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. Well, I'll ask though. again. May we come in and use your phone? The girl said. Lucy snarled at the door, and I inched backward, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back towards the door. It wasn't physical, but pulling me so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. She later says she didn't go back to sleep that night. After slamming the door in the girl's face. Whoa. That night, she hasn't slept right since. We're not going to hurt you. We're not going to hurt you. Echoing in her mind. Now, <clears throat> those are a few larger stories there. Devin, how do you feel about these backs? Steal my body home. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't really believe in any of it. Yeah, it's been, you know, honestly, you've been more quiet in this episode than most of the episodes we've done. So I, uh, I feel like you might be a little shook by it. I no, I, I like the storytelling. I feel like there was a lot of good information, which is, um, I don't want to say rare, but like, um, the narrative was nice. Um, it was definitely a change of pace for this show. Yeah, and also I had a lot of fun at the beginning of at the t at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> kind of fucking with you. Um, 
So I, I, after that, I kind of wanted to just let you do your thing. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't buy any of it. I don't think any of it's Man, legit. Wait, are, we, are we ever going to crack this fucking shell of yours? Yeah, we did on Bob Lazar, I think, in uh, season No, one. you said at the very beginning of the show, oh, oh I don't believe in Bob either. Uh, and then you said throughout the show, I'm 60-40. Yeah, 60% for Bob. Yeah, but you don't believe either. Yeah, but you didn't either. I mean, yeah, that was so the one thing I don't believe in. It's so really Bob. I don't believe in Bob, but I believe in the premise of what actually that could be. The story of Bob could be real, but I don't think Bob was there. That was my my own premise for that. For this, I wasn't there, but I believe this could be real. I because I've definitely seen spirits and ghosts I, and things like that. Yeah, and I, and I think that there are demonic spirits that enter somewhere that enter somewhere from this plane. Or to this plane from another plane of existence, somewhere in that theory, there's definitely wow. um, multi-dimensional beings that cross over into our realm and manifest themselves in this way. I don't believe in demons. I didn't say demons. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really believe in like. There are multi-dimensional beings. I believe. I mean, that's possible. I don't think that that's. I don't know. I think this is a cool story. All right. So well, how about this? Let me let me go into a little, just a little, like, because I want to do a whole episode on this too. So let me go into just a little bit about apparently the parents, the men in black for these Becks. <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah, obvious who, take. Who played who played uh, opposite of him? Who was that older <laughs> guy? Was it Jamie Lee Curtis? No. Oh, who Google was it, it though? Because I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Obviously, Will Smith was the hero. Because Will Smith still seemed like Will Smith, like in every one of his movies, <laughs> like you know what I mean. He's like he's like um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey still is Jim Carrey throughout all of his movies. It's not really his, except for a very few. He's still very much himself. I can't. You you ready to feel dumb? Yeah. <laughs> it's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, he does really good in that movie too. Um. Anyway, so here are a couple nine freaking encounters with the real men in black. And I'm not going to read all these because I want to kind of preface this with uh, some more info that I do when I do the men in black episode. But these are apparently the pseudo parents that pick up these children. And now. Now you're fucking me up. Now we're here at the end of the episode. We're, we're, we're at the top of the episode. Tommy Lee Jones. Arguably the better character in Men in Black. I invented the aeroplane. Agreed. Except for the airplane thing. <laughs> now, supposedly the movie's based on a real government agency. Who well, also, are... Well, wait. Also, somehow the kids? Parents? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I what does the Men sense. in Black do, Devin? They are well, in the, the harbingers movie. and protectors of alien species throughout Earth. I thought they just, <laughs> I thought they'd just make people forget shit. And they do that, too. Fuckers. But guess what? They also harbin, herald, whatever. They definitely protect the alien races and protect humanity from knowing they exist. That's their primary function. Now, who are the real men in black? Well, it's it's Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Right? Depending on who you ask, <laughs> the men in black or the MIB are either another nutty UFO conspiracy or 
They are part of a secret government agency designed to prevent the public from learning more about UFOs. Or, thirdly, they are also an entity of alien origin that appear and act after years and years of study to attempt to be human. Also known as majestic. Mm-hmm. That's for that's for all you guys that played uh, Destroy All Humans. You're welcome. That game. That's so good. That's so good. Have you played the remaster? Oh yeah, dude. I played the original and the remaster. I I played the shit out of the, the original. I started playing the remaster. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. Yeah. Not even close, actually. I mean, this is conversation. It's content, so that's great. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get on here like. I haven't played a lot of it in a while. I really love that game, though. It's it's phenomenal. So the men in black are <laughs> always appear unannounced and are usually clad in black business suits and warn people to give up their research in UFOs or face dire consequences. What? In many cases, the men in black have also seen aliens, and in some accounts, they are aliens themselves mm. or for some form a demonic supernatural being of their own creation. Now, in that account, let's just go ahead and preface it. Um, Devin, we've had a lot of weird shit happen on this fucking show. I'm not, I'm not gonna. It's all technical difficulties. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's a lot of unexplained. Mm. Especially in season one. Mm. Some things other people couldn't hear, but only we could hear? How's that? Mm. Yeah, you don't really want to touch on that, do you? But we're going to do that one day because we're going to have a seance on the show. No, so, hey, here we no, go. No, no, Woo! no. Redacted. Redacted. I'm lighting Redacted. the candles now, Devin. Redacted. I'm lighting the candles Redacted. now, Devin. Redacted. I mean, you know what? That's probably what the best case scenario is. Anyway, but why would the government want to suppress information about UFOs? As, the theory, as the theory goes, it's because aliens are closer to us than you might think. They might actually be everywhere. The reptilian race. Nope. U.S. Postal Service, I believe. Run by reptilians. No. Yes. And the guys who speak in backwards, which are dope. I love them. The guys who speak in backwards? Yeah, did you see that episode? It was in MIB2, right? Jamie Lee Curtis. Fucking dope. Anyway... And if ordinary citizens realize just how real the threat was, there would be a mass panic and breakdown of the social order. Yes, the U.S. Postal Service is completely run by aliens, and that's why it has not gone out of business yet. Because it's always a trash experience. Anyway... Our sponsor today, Stamps.com. Why go to the post office when you can get your <laughs> yeah, yeah, stamps yeah, at stamps.com? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but absolutely can be. Absolutely can be. See, we can work with you. Let's do this. <laughs> we know you're aliens. It's you okay. Give, give. No, stamps.com is not aliens. Right. The U.S. Postal yes. Service is aliens. We know you're in cahoots. And if you order today using the wolf wolf tab code, you can actually get a free uh, scale all gotta sent be, to you. It's all got to be cut. <laughs> It's not going to be cut, but it's going to be trash, so we're just going to use it. 
it's not really a sponsor, but hey, we need sponsors. So anybody who wants to be a sponsor, please email us at either graymanmediaco <laughs> at gmail.com or at wolftakesabitepod at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your uh, $2 donation on Patreon. <laughs> now, some folklorists, however, claim that the whole idea of Men in Black itself is a form of mass panic or psychological drama due to the suggestibility and willingness to believe that others, however, insist that the Men in Black are a part of a real government agency designed to prevent the public from learning about the truth about UFOs. Now, are the Becks aliens? We don't really know. Beer can. Are they demons? We don't know. Are they something other? We don't know. Now, let's insist the fact that these possible Ta- two sources could be interconnected. And guess what? We're going to cover that shit on the next episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. Time is a piece of wax. Time is string and theory is mine, so I control string theory. Choking on a termite. Wait. What? Yeah. Where'd you go with that? Time is a piece of wax It's falling on a termite that's choking on a splinter. Are you done with the Beck quotes? Do you have any more Black Eyed Pea quotes? I'll, I'll just layer these in at the end. This is just all Devin's Black Eyed Pea and Beck quotes. You did this to yourself. You don't know anything. I'm taking that soundboard off. So this has been Wolf Takes a Bite out of the Black Eyed Kids. And as always, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite, P-O-D, all one word, all lowercase. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Grayman Media. You can find us at Grayman underscore media on most social medias. And please consider donating to our Patreon at Grayman Media. That helps all of our shows, including mine. We will be back next week for another episode of Wolf Takes Takes a Bite. bite. (laughs) And then I love you guys. And remember, question everything. And I'll see you. On the next one. Da na 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 na. Yeah! <laughs>Tonight's gonna be a bad night. That tonight's gonna be a bad, bad night. Got a feeling. That tonight's gonna be a bad night. That tonight's gonna be a bad night. It's gonna be a bad, bad night. Got a feeling. That tonight's gonna be a bad night. 12 more times. <laughs> bad night. Tonight's gonna be a bad, bad night. Got a feeling. Woo. Tonight's gonna be. This is a bad song. Tonight's gonna be a bad song. This is gonna be a bad, bad song. Yeah. Tonight's the night. Fuck. Let's fuck it up. They're gonna get us. Let's split up. Don't let them in like, oh my God, the lights are out. Invite them in.